Welcome to our podcast here at Hope United Church. To access the live stream of our services, along with other resources and information, please visit www.hopeunited.org.uk. We're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 7, and in particular verses 13 and 14. Uh, this portion, as I say, this portion of scripture will really challenge us and really get us to look at ourselves intently. Uh, this passage is part, so just to give you a wee bit of background on this scripture, this passage is part of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus preaches. And these verses come, uh, these verses that we're going to read are coming towards the, the, the end, I would say, of the greatest preach there ever was. So let's just go in and let's let's read these. So Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. It says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. So when I read this scripture, um, we have to be aware that we are on one or the other path. There is no in-between path. There is no, I'm trying to get on that right path. There is no, oh, I'll get on that right path after I've done these certain things. Oh, there is only these two paths. We are either on this right path, the good path, the way to heaven, or we are on this wrong path, the evil path, the path that's going to lead to hell. And it's important to point out that this scripture is not talking about saved and unsaved. Um, Jesus was talking to those who were true believers and those who were loaded down with a false religion or a false Christianity. We look at Christianity today and as we say, we see so many denominations so far away from the word of God. So far away. A couple of weeks ago, um, we had we took our young people on their summer camp um, and we took them down to some Covenanter sites down in Dumfries And you can't help but be inspired by these men and women that you read about. These men and women that we visit, these these monuments. You read their stories, you read their life and how they stood up. How they stood up against such wickedness, such evil, such tyranny. But how their their faith kept them strong. Even in the face of death, they would not back down. They kept on proclaiming that Jesus was Lord over their life. Now you look at that compared to the, the, the now and in many churches and in many congregations, everything has become acceptable. Everything is, everything has become okay. They've forgotten what they should be standing upon. They don't trust in the sufficiency of the word of God. They don't trust in the truth of scripture. If we look back again at verse 13, The first line says, enter by the narrow gate. And I love just how this scripture starts with that word, enter. It is a bold command to follow Christ. And that's what we need. We don't need a whisper. We don't need this whisper in here. Enter. We need a bold thing to say, enter. Enter, follow me. It's a command by Jesus to follow him. I can imagine Jesus saying this with such authority to all who were there. He knew that the narrow gate was him and through him was the only way to heaven and an everlasting life with the Father. There was no other way. You could only get there through him. John fourteen six says, Jesus said to him, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus knows. Jesus knows that people will use his name for all sorts. He knows that people will, will know who he is, who his name is. And they'll think that is enough for them. They'll think just because they know the name of Jesus that that's going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. Just as an example of this, you think of people, and I'm going to say it and you're all going to be like, don't say that word. It's far too early to say that word. I'm going to say the word Christmas. And you're like, no, Andrew, don't say Christmas. It's far too early. We're just in the summer still. We're still here. But Christmas, you think of Christmas and people, people are like, oh yeah, I love Christmas. And people will go, oh yeah, Christmas, it's all about the presents and the Christmas tree and food and all that kind of stuff. And you'll be like, actually Christmas is a lot more than just the tree and the baubles and all that stuff. What about the day the saviour of the world was born? What about that? Oh yeah, 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 I, I know Jesus, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I believe in him. But I still prefer the Christmas. I still prefer the presents and the tree and all the lights. I prefer all this stuff. Jesus isn't just asking you to know his name. He's telling you to follow him. If we move on, it says, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. So wide is the gate. It stands wide open to tempt those that want to go their own way. There is nothing to stop them. There's no restrictions. You can walk through this gate with all your lusts, all your passions, all your needs, all your wants. You may walk in the way of your heart. And I think Fraser spoke about it um, last week, a couple of weeks ago, about the, the heart is wicked above all things. Well, here you go. You can you can walk through this wide gate with all your wickedness, with your heart, your your rotten heart. It is a broad way. For there is nothing to hedge those in that walk in it. They wander easily. They wander endlessly in all directions. On this broad way, there are many paths in it. There are so many choices, so many options, so many things that are going to keep you away from having a relationship with God. And I think about this in my own life. Before um, before I was a believer, before I came to Christ, there was that that many options. There were so many options out there. I was one of these people, right? you're going to laugh at this, I was one of these people that was so delusional that because I believed there was a God, I was going to get to heaven. Anybody identify with that? Just because you think, I know God, I know God, that means you're going to get to heaven. I thought because I was a good person, that was enough. I'll get to heaven. I thought because I was living an honest life. Now I've wrote down here, tongue in cheek. Because this really is one of these ones where it is tongue in cheek because it's one of the ones you think you're honest. You really think you're honest till someone, or should I say a truth teller comes into your life and tells you the truth and you have a meltdown because you can't cope. I'm sure, I'm sure we have all been there. We've had the truth spoken to us and we've, we've been so delusional in our own eyes that we're just like, that's not me. That's not me. No, I'm telling you, that is you. <laughs> the last part of verse, verse 13 says, there are many who go in by it. So there'll be an abundance of company in that way. There are many that go in at this gate and walk this way. You think of some of these so-called mega churches, and I don't even like to call them mega churches because I don't really think you can actually, that's what they are. I can't even 
call them a church. But you think of some of these places with 10, 20, 30,000 people that go to them. They think they're going for the gospel. But unfortunately, it's a watered-down gospel or it's a false gospel. That's not leading them to a place of repentance in their life. It's not leading them to Christ. It's a feel-good place. It's a place that makes them feel successful or a place where they can become wealthy. But as we know, that's not what it's about. That's not what God wants for your life. That's not what Jesus came and died for. I was reading the other day um, that around 600 people on one weekend were baptised at Elevation Church. And this just hurt my spirit when I read it. And I was like, what's so sad about this is there might be genuine believers in there. But because they've been caught up in that church, they are getting pushed along with this wave of false teaching, of false doctrine, of false, the false gospel. And unfortunately, they might be stuck in that for years and years and years. And only you can only imagine the damage that can be done. If we follow that multitude and go with the crowd, it will be the wrong way, which will only lead to evil. But here's the great thing. Jesus always has a promise. Jesus always has, always has something better for us. Verse 14, what happens if we choose that narrow gate? Verse 14 says, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. If we enter into this way, we begin a life of faith and godliness. We come from living in a life of sin to a life in Christ. There must be a new heart and a new spirit. And the old things must pass away. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So our soul must be changed. The corrupt habits that we have must go away. Our old ways must be broken away from. Everything that we've been doing in the past, all the things that we've been doing wrong, we must start, these must start to be undone. I love what Jesus, Jesus is telling us. Jesus is telling us it's going to be difficult. These are the words of Jesus. Jesus is actually telling us it's going to be difficult to follow me. It's not going to be easy. What a peace in our heart that should bring to us that he's telling us it's going to be difficult. We shouldn't look at that and find that's a, that's hard. We should be looking at it going, thank you, Jesus, for telling us it's going to be difficult. We should take notice and we should be prepared. We need to prepare ourselves. Matthew Henry says this, we must deny ourselves. We must put off the ways of the world. We must be willing to forsake all for our interest in Christ. The self must be denied. The body kept under control. And the daily temptations that we must, that we have must be resisted. Our duties must be done. We must endure hardship. We must wrestle and be in agony. We must watch in all things and walk with care. Such brilliant words. And this is just some of the things that we must do. Another thing we must be willing to do is we must be willing to fight. We must be willing to tackle our own sin. I love that quote from John Owen that says, we must be killing sin or sin will be killing you. We must be willing to fight and go to war with ourselves. 
It really is some contrast when you look at these, the two sides of these scriptures, wide and broad and narrow and difficult. For wide is a gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. This wide and broad path is easy. There is no challenges. You can do what you want. When you want. Whenever you like it. Nothing to be faithful to. Nothing to correct you. It's a free ride to hell. But that narrow and difficult path, there will always be challenges. There will always be that call to repentance. There will always be that call to change your ways. Matthew 16, 24, 25 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. We will only find life in him. The final part in verse 14 says, And there are few who find it. This means many will pass it by through their own carelessness. They see it, but they don't care enough about it. They don't want to go through any pain to find it. They don't want to have those tough, gut-wrenching conversations or the heartfelt moments. Their heart is like stone. They think they are going to be okay. They think they're actually well. And really, when I think about that, and again myself, I look at myself when I'm always looking at this stuff. That was, that was me before I came to faith. I can relate so much to it. I thought, I'm okay. Yeah, I know who God is. I'm going to be okay. I'll be okay because I'm a nice person. I'm a nice, kind guy. I'm, I'm generous. But really, I was blind. I was blind. I was, I was so blinded. And really, what I needed was the truth. And that's what I got. I got God's word spoken to me. I heard about Christ. I heard about a man who, who paid it all, who died to take away my sins. All of this stuff, it's not enough if you don't know Christ. It's never enough. Others will look upon this and turn away from it. Many people are looking for this flashy church. They're looking to be entertained. They're looking for a show. Again, that's not what God's word's all about. I'd rather be in a church that had the simplest of things and a pastor who preaches faithfully and diligently the word of God. Other people that pass it by are those that, that don't like to be limited or restrained. They like their wild living. Knowing very well the pain that is going to cause to themselves and to others. What a scripture. It's a challenging scripture. It's a scripture that should really challenge us to the core. And sometimes we need to take that time to look at ourselves intently and ask those scary questions. What path is it I am on? What direction 
am I going in? Are we living that life full of repentance? Are we living fully for Christ? Are we living fully for Christ? Or are we, we half in, half out? Are we worried about what other people are thinking or other people are saying? Are we listening to other voices in our life? Are we being swayed by the multitude? Or are we walking with the few? Denying the ways of the world and following Christ. And I love what J.C. Ryle says when it comes in and it talks about, he's talking about this and this part about the narrow gate. And he says this, It is better to enter into eternal life with a few than go to destruction with a great company. And I would just say, church, as I kind of bring this in, let's be people that live for Christ. I mean, what a, what a morning we had in here and what amazing teachings we are getting. But we need to live that. We need to be like that. We need to be people that live for Christ, that love like Christ and follow and choose to follow Christ all of our days. And I, for one, am just so grateful for what God is doing, how he's changing us, how the word of God is having such an impact in so many people's lives, so many people's lives. And I just thank God for what he's doing, how he's changing this church, how he's growing this church, the impact that he's starting to have on so many people. As I just bring this in, we'll just close and we'll just pray. Um, and thank God for his word and everything that he's doing uh, in and through us. Um, Father, we just thank you um, for your word and everything. That you, all these things that are written down, God. And Lord, I just pray if there's people in here who have been challenged by that God, who are unsure, who have maybe been caught up in the ways of the world who have maybe been swayed by other people, God, I just pray, Lord, that you work in them, Lord, in their heart, become, become softer to receive your word, to hear your word, Lord. And I just pray as well for the young people that are in this house, God. They know who you are, but they've just not got that conviction and that strength to make that commitment to you God Lord so I just pray that you help them God you continue to work in their lives you continue to work in them so that they can seek after you and that they can find you and accept you as their Lord and Saviour we thank you for the words and everything that you're teaching us and Lord may we become people that follow your ways that are committed to growing are committed to continually crucify our flesh so that we can become more like you so we can love more and we can reach more people and we can reach out and um, see more people come to you God 
We just thank you for what you're doing in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast here at Hope United Church. If you'd like to get in touch or for any more information, please visit www.hopeunited.org.uk.